0: Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Life Enthusiast Co-op Online Radio Network, restoring vitality to you and the planet. I'm your co-host, Scott Patton, and joining us, as usual, is the founder and president of the Life Enthusiast Co-op, Martin Patella. Hey, Martin, how are you doing today?
1: It's another spectacular day. I keep discovering things that, uh, that give me hope.
0: Give you hope. Well, I understand you have some bad news for me.
1: Um <laughs> well you know we have discussed the fact that uh one that you have had some hair loss the typical male baldness thing going on mm-hmm. which which i'm sure is frustrating as hell it can be unless you decide to
0: make your your head look the same your whole head look the same which is to oh, shave you it all off shave it, it
1: yeah. and that's a popular solution uh, it looks like a lot of men are doing it but, and, uh, ugh, never mind. Well, Martin, have you, did
0: you do you ever watch Steinfeld? Seinfeld?
1: Seinfeld. Uh, oh, I've seen a few episodes. Yeah, well,
0: I, I've seen a few too, and my favorite one, or my favorite scene, or the one that I always remember is when Elaine is dating this guy who shaves his head, and they're all going, "Oh, that's really cool," you know, you shave your head. And then she's sort of looking at his head, and she's going, "Are you going bald?" Like on his bald head, right? Yeah. He's going, "What?" And then he gets all upset because <laughs> there, there, he's got a bald spot. It's just that nobody can tell because he shaves his head, right? So uh-huh, so, okay. <laughs> so she's sort of seeing the five o'clock shadow and going, "Well, it's here and here and here and here and here, but it's not there, right?"
1: Yeah. So a lot of then spots. he gets
0: this whole thing of, "Oh my God, I'm going bald!"
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah. I think we understand there's a difference between. Uh, having hair and not having hair, and voluntarily not having hair, right. and involuntarily not having hair.
1: Well, I have watched a few of my friends go bald, and uh, I'm I'm not one of those people. I didn't, but uh, I've watched them, and it's. I think it has been quite painful, the adjustment to that, the acceptance, because there's not a whole lot of, they are told that can be done about it. Yeah. And you know, we, it's just we it feel just happens, like we're,
0: and we feel like we look weird.
1: Well you do. Plus plus it's very frustrating because now you have to deal with headgear because uh you know, sun exposure, you're not supposed to get sunburnt on top and uh, right. all of all of that. So you know, now you're getting into hats and uh and uh, will you do hair and will you do hair replacement? And if you're you're not in a committed relationship you're uh, thinking oh my you know like the guys with hair have a way easier time dating and um, all all of that yeah that's right
0: there's nothing worse than uh, seeing a personals ad on uh, one of the dating sites that says this 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 full head of hair this
1: this this and going oh can't see that one
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> and or, or or are you going to spend thirty thousand dollars on having your hair uh, transplanted from around the back end of your head to the top
0: end of your head? Right, and on the question I always ask because I assume that the bald spot is going to get larger and larger as you go through life, you know. So you get this bald spot and you get this hair in it, and then all of a sudden you get the bald spot around this new swath of hair. And yes, I'm thinking that looks pretty. Yeah, you will have
1: to be replanting and further and further. That's that's true. Well, so why is that? Is a good question, wouldn't it be?
0: Yes, a very good question.
1: Okay, so the why is that is that it's called DHT, dehydrotestosterone. Um, is that a regu- type of
0: testosterone.
1: Yeah, there are there are essentially two types. One is the uh, regular testosterone that. Um, that you're supposed to make and it's the one that makes you decisive and, and quick and uh, strong and upper body strength and burrow as a man and all of those good things. That's what makes a man a man. Mm-hmm. DHT, dehydrotestosterone, is sort of like a sidekick of this that does all the stupid things that, that you don't want to have as a man. One of them is going bald. And uh, it's essentially what happens is um, that the regular testosterone is being converted to either estrogen or the dehydrotestosterone by a couple of enzymes. One of them is called aromatase, and one of them, the other one, is called 5-alpha reductase. Anyway, these these enzymes get tweaked up, up upregulated in the presence of um, of certain um, chemicals, things that come into your body through food or um, or through the life of the in the industrial society. So if we could down regulate these enzymes, we would prevent the turning of a man into a bald man or even worse, you know, what happens really is by about age thirty or so 35, the natural testosterone levels are starting to decline. Um, actually, let me step back a wee bit. Um, in the early childhood, or even in the, in the uterus, you know, when when nature decides whether the baby is going to be a boy or a girl, uh, we all start undifferentiated, and girls get treated or supplied estrogen boys get treated and supplied testosterone. So, the testosterone is what turns the fetus into a boy, and that runs fairly high until about age 25, and then it starts declining. Now, you know, women make testosterone, that's what makes them decisive, and uh, and sexually active, and all of that. And men make estrogen, that's what makes them uh, uh, relax and peaceful, and uh, and caring. But by the time uh, a man is about 35, um, he reaches the point of inversion, where his body makes more estrogen than it makes of testosterone. Okay. You know, by the time a man is 50, typical man in the Western society, uh, his body is making maybe four or five times as much estrogen as testosterone, and and way into the 80s, it's probably 12 times more estrogen than testosterone. So, you know, um, an estrogen-rich man is developing man boobs, is losing his body hair, and uh, is losing the hair on top of his head, and uh, and is turning into, a, into an old man. You know, like, <clears throat> think of a professional athlete, right? most of them are at the top of the game between age 16 and 27. Yep. Some hang on into their 30s. Exceptionally, some will hang on into late 30s. And um, that's it. You know, the decline of the testosterone and the rise of the estrogen just takes the edge away. yeah
0: that's a sad state of affairs, right, and So we don't so, like it.
1: right. So two things right? One is to uh, prevent the the entrance of things that will make it worse, things that will give you the rise in estrogen. And so stop digging the hole, right. Stop digging the hole. And the second thing is um, start ingesting things that are going to help upregulates testosterone and inhibits those two nasty enzymes, the uh, the aromatase and 5 alpha reductase. Now, that it's known what that is. Uh, cytosterols or sterols, plant sterols, the most famous of which is beta-cytosterone, will do that job. They will actually downregulate the conversion of the uh, good testosterone into the bad testosterone.
0: So what you're saying is this substance will decrease the conversion of testosterone into uh, estrogen and this other DHT. yeah, this other d- type of testosterone that doesn't help guys be guys. Yes, that's it.
1: So it's you know the, the most commonly known plant that contains a decent amount of it is called uh, saw palmetto. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. Yes, the saw palmetto berry is uh, what contains it, but it only is like 300 parts per million. So uh, in order to have an intelligent amount of it available, you'd probably have to eat something like 50 to 100 pounds from those berries every day. Wow. So, you know, you wouldn't have much room for anything else. (laughs) You couldn't afford to do it either. You know, it's it's just too much. So... Um, that the way to get there is that you need to uh, increase the intake of plant sterols, and you probably need to. If you're, if you're noticing that your, you know, maleness is going away, that your hair is starting to recede, you need to get on with it. Take a supplement. You can't do it through natural. So, okay. So on the prevention side, yeah? the yep. prevention side is. Uh, um, the, the phytoestrogens that cause most of this are contained in whole grain and whole seed so if your diet is whole wheat or whole rye or all of that, you know, if you bought into this uh, natural whole whole food message you're in trouble and also whole nuts you know, like uh, almonds or walnuts or seeds, like flax seeds and, uh, and uh, you know, all of the seeds. They have these natural estrogen, um, shall I call it, substances included in them. So if, for instance, you're using drinks that are made from whole grain, like, um, say, soy milk, you know, like soy nice or uh, that sort of thing. Yep. you're essentially giving yourself a chemical castration. Wow. And if you're eating a lot of whole wheat, like whole wheat bread or whole wheat pasta and all of that, if you bought into that story, you're giving yourself a chemical castration. I mean, is that ridiculous or what? Yeah. So That's not good. No, we're finding that it makes women estrogen-dominant It makes men into estrogen-dominant men, which means essentially women. Right. So, what's a guy to eat, yes?
0: Well, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking that, uh, okay, so no more nuts.
1: Well, no, no, I didn't say that. (laughs) Here's what works. When you soak them and peel them, this estrogen uh, enzyme phytoestrogen enzyme is is inhibited, so for instance, you can eat lots of almonds, but you first must soak them, you know like the way you do it, you soak them for maybe six to eight hours, and then you peel those brown uh, peels off of them oh, so they need to be blanched right, but you don't want to cook them because then you then you kind of kill them, right? Right. So that the right way to do it is to actually soak them in a, uh, you know, just room temperature water. And they start, they actually start soaking the water in and they start preparing to start growing a little almond tree. They will essentially go into the, um, what is it called, sprouting mode. Right. That's what you need to do.
0: So now, because you're talking about raw, uh, nuts right right of course well i mean if you roast them they're dead what good is that well okay so i have now i have a question well there might be some good in that
1: (laughs) okay (laughs) yeah it's very flavorful and it will make you drink beer
0: right and uh what's the stage of the estrogen creation going on if it's if it's cooked um is it
1: the same, or is that like gone? Or I, I haven't got the numbers. I don't know, but I don't think it's any good. As long as these things have not been sprouted, the um, these uh, growth so inhibitors are there. Because we know that if you cook
0: uh, food, the enzymes, like if you cook a carrot,
1: the yeah. enzymes
0: in the carrot are dead. So True. if you cooked or boiled a uh, almond, is the estrogen plant sterol thing
1: dead? Yeah. Um I don't want to commit but I believe that that's not the case. Darn. I was just hoping that it was so that all and those
0: nuts I've eaten over the years
1: did not contribute to your baldness. Yeah?
0: yeah, but I guess they did.
1: And the maybe maybe and then the next thing is the seeds. Now by seeds I mean lentils, peas, beans, all of these if you're going to eat that, you need to soak them. You need to start the sprouting process. So if you're going to eat bean meals, you need to first set a pot of beans in room temperature water for several hours. Let them start the, uh, the sprouting process. Then you throw away all of that water that they were soaking in, and then you start cooking Or you take them all the way to sprouted, right? I mean, you can take uh, you can take uh, broccoli seeds and sprout them, or you can take uh, alfalfa seeds and sprout them. All of that. That's, once the sprout is growing, this enzyme is inhibited and will not do its nasty job on you.
0: Right. So that's why sprout. So what about sprouted grain
1: bread? Yes, that's, that should be good. That should be okay.
0: Oh, It certainly will be better.
1: Oh, yes. <coughs> right. But, you know, like when you're eating carbs, you're not really helping anything. You're just putting in energy that's, uh, uh, hmm. oh, I don't know. I, I suppose. That's a,
0: different, that's a different topic. We're really just talking about how to make sure we get <coughs> our testosterone for us guys
1: and not too much estrogen for the women right, that's right so what, Okay, so we have this beta-cetosterol, we can get it in a supplement we can put it in the body it will inhibit the two nasty enzymes that produce uh, DHT so that means it will prevent the baldness it will also decrease the LDL cholesterol in the body, so it will improve your triglyceride triglyceride levels, which is a good thing Right. And it will also um, down-regulate the inflammation in the body. So oh, all good. of that is really good. Wonderful.
0: And yes. now does it have an impact on our immune system?
1: Sure, oh, absolutely. It supports it beautifully. Because when the immune system is not having to fight inflammation, because you have now down-regulated the inflammation through the supplement of the natural plant sterols, um you are uh, doing great. Uh, you know, it's it's going to decrease allergies. It's going to uh, um, decrease the uh, all of the immune illnesses. You know, whether it's chronic fatigue or fibromyalgia or lupus or I mean, there's so many different ones, to, right? To name them all. Cool. So okay. that's, that's that's just this one thing. Plant sterols, preferably the beta sitosterol. Now, uh, if you want to do a perfect man's supplements, and let's get to the bad news part of the story.
0: Yeah, so we had bad news, man, and then we had good news, and now we're back to the bad
1: news. Well, so we can we can mix this saw palmetto extract, you know, the phytosterol blend, whether it's the beta-cetosterol and, and all the other sterols. Um, and we can, can add to it pumpkin seed extract, which helps to down-regulate the uh, inflammation. And uh, we can add dandelion extract to help clean the liver. And we can add some quercetin to down-regulate the inflammation. And some lecithin to emulsify things so that it can be taken away. Um, and we're ready to take it. Now,
0: It sounds delicious.
1: That's so far so good. The the trick is, if you want to make it affordable, you need to deliver it somewhere really close to the prostate.
0: Um, uh, so, okay, so what you're saying is, in order for this to get to the prostate, we need to take an awful lot of it through our mouth. Right, yeah,
1: other, 95% of sterols are actually destroyed in the digestive system. Okay, so that's bad news. So the good news is that there is a natural pathway to it through the back entry. So we're talking about reverse
0: engineering here.
1: <laughs> no, we're talking about <laughs> we're talking about suppositories. We're talking about inserting a little uh, glycerin suppository up into the anus so that it can uh, be absorbed in the colon and uh, and do its job right there. Mm. So how far up do we have to stick it? Oh, just a little ways. <laughs> the the uh, the suppositories are about the size or the, the the size of a pinky, you know, about one inch long and about quarter inch or so in diameter. Oh, it's not a biggie.
0: It's so not I'm thinking a, it is a <laughs> oh, well, quarter inch in diameter. Okay. All uh, right. I mean, right. you know, like
1: what comes out of you is usually one and a bit inches in diameter at least. Right? Okay. All right. So I okay. mean, this is not this is not an open wide. This is a uh, insert, slider end. This is slider end. So what you do is you actually keep these things in the freezer so that they are oh, actually yeah. stiff. You know, they they hold their shape.
0: So now you're telling me I'm going to stick something cold in there.
1: Oh right. yes. So after you've had your uh, morning bowel movement and perhaps had a shower and all that, you just go to your freezer, get yourself the suppository, and peel back the little cover and gently insert.
0: So this is something you would would do in the morning, not at night when you go to bed? Yes, typically.
1: I would like to be awake while this thing is uh, melting inside of me. There, there is a bit of a downside to it because once it melts, it's it remains out in the uh, anal area. So, um, if you tend to uh, what's the word, have flatulence, uh, you might end up with a bit of a wet stuff going
0: because it's really it's really hard
1: to manage. Your uh, your anus is pretty smart; it knows
0: there's something there, and we want to get it out.
1: Well, no, 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 It's normally it's able to tell whether it's just gas or whether it's something solid that wants to move out. But in this situation, it's this glycerin suppository, which is kind of gooey, right? It's runny. so um, it, it's just the anus has a hard time sorting it out, trying to figure out what it should
0: do. If you if you have
1: a uh, if you have to release the wind, so to speak, you better sit down on a toilet to do it. Because you might you might end up with wet shorts. Right, right. Anyway, that's the story. Now, the other good part about this product I'm talking about, because we actually have one, it's called endosterol, It's also packaged with uh, EDTA and allergic acid and ginkgo biloba. And I didn't get to talk about these much, but uh, they're really important. EDTA is a fantastic chelator. It chelates cadmium. Which is uh, the heavy metal that causes uh, you know, prostate problems, and it also chelates calcium, which is wonderful because you know the hardening and swelling of the prostate will be reduced by this. And then, uh, lactic acid is known to uh, reverse uh, cancerous cells out of their out of their um, fermentation stage back into uh, realizing that they are sick and need to shut down. So, it's a fantastic tool for dealing with the uh, prostate cancer if it has gone that far. And then ginkgo biloba is kind of a nice thing because it helps with the brain function. So, you get a little smarter in the process. (laughs) So, you'll be less afraid of inserting little pieces of glycerin in your uh, anus that's how the intelligence comes intelligence arrives you realize that it's a good thing right (laughs) so you know there we are it's it's a um, you actually only need uh, a you know a box of ten so you do one every two or three days you don't have to do it every day and it does a very good job of of, clearing these things out of your body. And
0: that's really the important thing.
1: Yes. Yes. As as we have defined in so many of our podcasts before, the cause of illness is presence of toxins, absence of nutrients, and lack of delivery or lack of circulation. So here, we're managing the The fact. Well, we're we're using the EDTA, which is a um, a chelating agent that is known to... um, drag toxins out of the body so that's a
0: chelation what that really means is is if there's a heavy metal or a toxic metal in our body this grabs onto it and in such a way that the body can then remove it from uh, we can then remove it from the body as opposed to it being surrounded in fat kept
1: within our system yes indeed you said it well so that's the detox side And then the nutritional side, you know, providing the things that we needed. We discussed the plant sterols at great length. So we supplement those and the quercetin and the um, dandelion and the lecithin, all of those things help the body. Either remove the toxins or transport the nutrients where they need to go. So there we have it. The product is downright wonderful.
0: And it's now available on the Life Enthusiast Co-op
1: website. Yes, it is. It's, so, uh, and how would somebody find it there? Uh, it's not the easiest thing. Under brands, we have it listed under Ultimate Superfoods. And it's called Endosterol. I think we should just put a link next to the podcast so people can find it. Okay. We'll do that for sure.
0: Great. So, Martin, if somebody wanted to talk to you some more about uh, the bald spots on their heads or anything else, how could they get a hold of you besides going to www.life-enthusiast.com?
1: Well, they could phone 1-866-543-3388. Or, well, that's about it. I don't know what else they could do. That's the best way to
0: do it. You know, I had
1: an interesting thing happen just the other day. A fellow called up. I answered the phone. And uh, he says, oh, my God, it is you? This is Martin? And I'm saying, yes. Don't we say in the podcasts that we actually answer the phone? And he says, yeah, but, you know, like I feel like I've been listening to your podcast for two years. I'm thinking like I'm talking to Brad Pitt. (laughs) Well, you're almost as famous. Yeah, and my abs are nearly as nice as his, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that's missing is that I I don't have Miss Jolie to uh, hang out with. Oh, that's okay.
0: My wife's nice. <laughs> you have just, the, yeah, I was just going to say, you have a woman that's
1: uh, every bit as <laughs> sweet. She stands by me in ways that, who knows if I'd get that with Angelina. What do you think?
0: Uh, <laughs> say. well I don't know
1: my wife never listens to these podcasts so don't you be anybody telling things to her <laughs> alright well anyway. thank you
0: for joining us everybody you've been listening to the Life Enthusiast Co-op Online Radio Network restoring vitality to you and to the planet thank see you. you next time bye bye